Hello and welcome to the NDL show. Thank you so much for joining us for the last time this year. We're talking to Tando Masheng and ushering us into the show as an ineffable song that poses a potent question, particularly in December. It is called Do You Want Me To? and it is from her recently released debut EP, A Force To Be Reckoned With. Do you want me to come over? Do you want me to come closer? Do you want me to love on you all night long? You know, I can never do no wrong. Do you want me to? If you want me, then baby, just say it. Got no time for the games that you're playing. I got things to do and peace. To see guys and girls that are lined up for me You better make your mind up so I can just say you free So baby when you come over tonight Make sure that you treat me right Cause there is just something about all that loving That makes me wanna hold you tight Boy it's up to you Are you gonna come through Or am I just gonna have to find you. Do you want me to come over? Do you want me to come closer? Do you want me to love on you all night long? You know, I can never do no wrong. Do you want me to? Oh. We've been chatting it all up lately. I know I have been driving you crazy And your eyes are blurry Are you in a hurry? Just you wait and see Cause baby in the morning I might leave with no warning Don't take it personal I'll be back for more before you know it Yeah, yeah, yeah Do you want me to come over? Do you want me to come closer? It is Tandong Washing coming through with her debut EP titled A Force to be Reckoned With. A beautiful way to start the show indeed. This track in particular is called Do You Want Me To? And it truly resonates with me. I hope it does with you too. Now listen, on this episode, we have Tando to let us in on the creation of this EP. And while we're about to get into it, I want to first invite you to follow her on her social media. She is at Tando Washing on both Insta and Twitter. Please also do make it a point to stream this project a force to be reckoned with. It is available on all digital platforms. So listen, I am particularly elated to have this conversation with her because it is tough finding a woman who is visible in this industry. Our show reflects that as well. 
So that's another goal that we'll be working towards next year to get more women who are killing it onto the show because they definitely do exist. Now when it comes to Tando, I've encountered her music through Twitter when she was releasing singles earlier on this year. And before we get into our conversation, standard procedure, right? I want to soothe you with her words and music and play you this one. It is dedicated to all of you music lovers, all of you show listeners, the one who has experienced some kind of hurt because of love. For all those in situationships, this one is called All of Me. Act like I'm okay just being friends But maybe that's the way it needs to be Before I fall into the deep end The truth is that I'm scared Of getting high I'm scared of falling in too deep I'm Missing you more every week Kidding myself every night when I fall asleep But baby, when I think of you My face lights up and my heart feels brand new And as I watch the leaves falling off the tree Think that I am ready to give you all of me All of me Another beautiful song, it is titled All of Me. Let me know if you can relate if so. This is a sign. Without further ado, Tandor, welcome and thank you so much for joining us on the NDL show. Thank you so much for having me. Definitely. Now, Tandor, I want to get into who you are as a person. Where are you from? You know, what are you doing currently apart from the music? Um, so I'm from Johannesburg, South Africa. I've grown up here my whole life. I actually now study accounting and finance at a university in London. It's called London South Bank University. And obviously with the whole coronavirus pandemic, I had to come home. Mm -hmm. And I thought I'd be back by now, but obviously everything is just messed up and there's lockdowns and everything. So I'm only going to go back in January again. I'm still doing online school, which is fine. But yeah. That's that's kind of where I am right now. You said accounting and I started shaking a bit because is that what you're going to do? Like, is the music the side hustle? Please tell me that accounting is a side hustle. No, accountancy is definitely a side hustle. Okay, okay. Thank you for that. Now, you've just released your debut EP and it has gotten such a wonderful reception. How are you feeling now that it's finally out? Oh, I feel so happy. Mm. I, I just love releasing music. I love making music and creating music. But the feeling of like releasing music and having it out there is just unreal. I just, I love it. I can imagine, you know, because it certainly is not easy as well being a woman in any space. And the music industry has a lot of politics when it comes to women in the space. But when did you know that this was what you wanted to do? And how's it been for you? Um, I've always wanted to make music. Since I was, for as long as I can remember, I've always been singing all around the house and singing covers and listening to all of these different artists. And I just, my thing, I always say, I want to see my name in shining lights. And I've always said that from the beginning of time. That is awesome. And I cannot continue without telling you how crisp, absolutely crisp your voice is. Have you always been singing? Where does this inspiration to be a singer come from? 
So, like I said, I've been singing for a really long time, but in 2013, I got, uh, we did a, a, a musical in school called Hairspray, mm-hmm. and I played Queen Latifah's part. And after the show, I got a standing ovation when, you know, they're doing the credits. And I was like, whoa, okay, damn, people really think that I can sing. And then um, I started to do vocal lessons. um, And then I did vocal lessons from then throughout high school. I haven't been since, um, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of where I maybe I'd like to say refined my craft. Um, And then, yeah, and then this year I started making my own music. Mm, look at you. And now I have to ask, I mean, you are young and considering what you've just said, is there a reason why you waited up until now to actually bring your musicality to fruition, particularly in this year? I don't know. In, in 2016, I was approached by by a few people from school and we did try to make something, but nothing ever came from it. And then just from there, I never really, I, I never, if I'm being honest, I never thought that I could ever write music. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that I could Thing and I knew that I can sing other people's songs but I didn't know if I could write my own songs I and I don't know you. if I would ever feel comfortable well I didn't know if I could ever feel comfortable having other people writing my own songs this year in in the beginning of the year I was watching a TikTok and this girl wrote a song in 20 minutes and I was like okay look 20 minutes is really a short time and if she can write a song in 20 minutes surely I can sit down and try and do something and I tried and then that was my first single That's quite dope. It must be so wonderful to have this gift to wake up and just fulfill your calling just like that. And I do understand that this is your debut EP, but, you know, a lot of artists and people in general encounter many challenges from their first. And to get an understanding from you, what would you say was or is the greatest challenge that you've experienced as an artist just trying to navigate the space? Um, I think the, the main thing that I, I, and I hate myself for doing this all the time, Mm -hmm. but I compare myself with everyone, every single person, no matter how small, no matter how big, I just compare myself with everyone. So I've, I I think that's been my biggest challenge personally, Mm -hmm. um, just in my own personal, you know, life and yes, with my career as well, but I think I'm just always comparing myself with everybody. So I've really had to struggle with that in terms of comparing my music Mm -hmm. and thinking, oh, is this good enough? Is this good enough um so I've re- I, I really have struggled with that but I think I am getting better at it because I've just realized that it doesn't matter who you are you're, you're always going to be compared anyways so if I'm mm. not doing that to myself that's fine so I've just tried to not do it myself if other people compare me that's fine but if I do it to myself it just doesn't make me feel really good um yeah. so that I really struggled with You know, I'm so glad that you mentioned this in honesty, because in our country, as it stands, many people look to specific artists when it comes to various genres, you know, and then it seems like other artists who are coming into the space are not as deserving. And in that instance, how can you not compare yourself? I know this because I also tend to struggle with comparison sometimes. But I am relieved, though, that you did not let those moments of comparison rob you from releasing this impeccable project. Thank you so much for this music. And now, Tandor, a force to be reckoned with. What a potent title. It certainly is one of those affirmations one needs to speak into life, especially when facing the world. What does it mean to you? And is there a specific person or group of people that you are addressing in this EP? Um, Well, the way that I came up with the title for the EP, I wrote a song a while ago, I think maybe in August, and it had the words a force to be reckoned with in it, Mm -hmm. but the song just wasn't flowing, wasn't making sense. And so, um, I mean, in the beginning of the EP, I start with that voice note of me 
um, saying that, oh my goodness, this is the name of the EP, because that really was my reaction. Um, so as I was, I got this new beat and I was writing to, to it. And, and then I remember that I wrote these, these words a while back mm-hmm. and that it became the name of the EP and the craziest thing that night, I'm not really too much into horoscopes or anything, mm-hmm. but I saw a tweet saying that, so my, my horoscope is a cancer and I saw a tweet saying that, um, something along, you know, just people are going to be getting in your way and everything, but you've got to remind them that you're a force to be reckoned with. Mm. And from there, I was like, this is 100% the name of the EP. Mm. Um, I think I, I, I made this EP, I made it for myself, but I also made it for other people as well. I made it, I made it for, I call it a feel good EP. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of, you know, heartbreaking, sad songs in there or sad, uh, you know, lyrics and maybe melodies, but not necessarily lyrics. Mm. Um, and I, I just wanted people to really feel good when they listen to it. Um, because that's how I felt when I was recording it. That's how I felt when I was writing and creating it. So I wanted mm. to make sure that I conveyed feelings of feeling good. And, you know, you want to dance along to Do You Want Me To in One More Night. And you do want to feel the the sadness that all of me provokes. But at the end, it's like coming to the realization that, you know, this is the person that I want to be with. I've made this EP for anybody who wants to listen, anybody who 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 wants to just add a little bit of joy to their lives and mm. maybe who can relate to the lyrics as much as they can. And I really do like that because one of the things that did draw me into this EP was the degree to which it was so easy to relate to. You know, this EP speaks to so many experiences of relationships and I actually want to branch into the content of this project. Coming to the point of knowing oneself, you know, joining the self-love club, cutting off a toxic lover or even a toxic friend is always a challenge, right? Now, what happened for you to come to this realization that, you know what, you were forced to be reckoned with because it's something that many of us are not born knowing. And how has that process been for you? I I think that I've always kind of been a confident person and maybe not confident, you know, with appearances or whatever, but I think I'm confident in my in my craft. I'm confident that I can sing and I'm confident that I can make good music. And so from was like, well, when you look up the definition of a force to be reckoned with, it's somebody that can't be ignored. Mm. You, you, I'm not even trying to like close anything. But I, I'm saying that you can't ignore me. I am, I am a force to be reckoned with, and I'm going to mm. take up space, and I'm going to make my name be heard and make my mark on this industry. Because if I, I mean, God forbid, if anything happens to me, at least I'll be, I'll, I'll say, you know what, I've, I've made a mark. I've, mm. I've made my, my name known. I've made people know that Tundo is a force to be reckoned with. So I think that just comes in confidence in what I do. Um, sometimes obviously I'm not confident hundred percent of the time, mm-hmm. but, um, even, but when I'm, when I'm creating music, I've got to be in the space where I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that I am a hundred percent happy with this because if I'm not, am I really a force to be reckoned with? I've got to mm. make sure that this is hundred percent perfect, hundred percent me and everything that I am needs to be on this EP or on anything that I release. Mm, And speaking about that, I'd like to think that people dedicate themselves to other facets of their lives in the same way that they do with their crafts, right? And you have just mentioned how you constantly want to ensure that you are completely in whatever you do, right? That you're completely you. 
Now, a force to be reckoned with certainly sounds like a kind of rebirth. And if you will, could you walk us through your experience of how you may have found yourself unable to, for instance, object to things that, that you're not comfortable with in certain situations? Because, you know, when we like people or even love them, we tend to compromise. We tend to do things that we're not entirely comfortable with because we also want to make them happy. But you give off this vibe throughout this EP that, you know what, I don't actually have to do what you want me to do. And how have you come to actually say no you know actually no I don't want to do that because I simply don't want to particularly in relations that involve other people um I think a lot has to do with my mom my mom is a very independent and confident woman and she says everything as it is mm-hmm. and so I mean I always say that I want to be like her when I when I grow up mm. <laughs> um so whenever I just sense that I'm just not being treated the way that I want to be treated I just think if my mom was in, was in the situation, she would never allow herself to be treated like this. So why would I allow myself to be treated like this? Mm. Um, and from there, I'm just like, you know what? I, I, I would rather be sad and cry after the fact than be sad and cry in the fact. I don't, I don't want to be sad in the relationship. I'd rather be sad after the relationship. So I've, I've just, I don't ever want to make people feel like I am the second choice or mm. you know I, I always want to be the first in line and that doesn't even really come in relationships only it's just in everything in my life why why do I have to be the second choice or just somebody's option or you know why mm. can't I always be the first in line why can't everybody always be the first in line yeah and surely this is a rebuttal from having thoroughly experienced the instance of being the second best, you know, the second or the third option. And I've noticed that we tend to stay in those situations for quite a long period before we say, you know what, I want to be the first in line. In fact, there shouldn't even be a line. I want to be the first and that's that, right? But we stay and like the second song on the EP, First in Line, why do you think we tend to stay longer than we need to in spaces that make us feel worthless with people that make us feel like we're the second best option? Yeah, I think it's just because we feel comfortable. And when you're uncomfortable, it, it's scary. It's so scary to be in an uncomfortable situation or in a situation that where you don't know what's going to happen. But if you're in a situation where it's comfortable mm-hmm. and like, you know, that I'm still in this situation, even though he may be treating me this way, even though she may be treating, tre- treating me this way, I'm, I'm comfortable in the situation. I don't want to be in a place where I don't know what's going on. Mm. So I think that's, that's maybe one of the reasons why people maybe stay in a situation that they don't want to be in anymore. I've never been in a relationship, but I've been in toxic situations, situationships. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That is definitely not the answer I was expecting considering your EP, but I actually want us to speak about all of me. You know, we've become so accustomed to the idea of being city girls. And I love that for us as women because it contravenes with the law of patriarchy. But in this world where it seems safer to always have a second or third option, someone on standby in case things don't work out with your actual soulmate, how do you feel about giving someone all of you, giving them your whole heart, as the song describes, despite the power it gives to that person to, in essence, destroy you? Yeah, um, I, I don't think I would ever need to be, well, like I wrote in the song, I don't think I ever need to be in a relationship to feel that I can give somebody all of me. Mm. And... Um, I just felt that with the person I was writing the song about, I was ready at that moment to be like, everything that I am, you can have. 
that's how I was feeling in that in that moment and with that song I mean I wrote it probably in 20 minutes I wrote it it was I mean it is a short song but the the way that the words and the lyrics were flow, were flowing and everything was coming out of me it was just it was really a realization it was a self-realization to be like wow I really am ready to give this person everything that I am um and I think um it, it definitely depends on you as a person because there are some people who are really reserved in relationships and don't want to, they don't want to show everything that they are or give everything that they are too soon because maybe they're afraid of getting their heart broken or for whatever their reasons may be. Um, but for me personally, I don't think I'd ever really need to be in a, in a relationship, in a serious relationship, in a long-term relationship, whatever that may be, to, to feel like I can give this person everything that I am. And to you, Tando, what does it look like to give yourself to someone outside of the conventional relationship? I think just allowing the person to see you for who you are. Because for a lot of the time, I would put on... Um, I watched uh, an interview that Billie Eilish did the other day and she was saying that she's kind of like a Billie Eilish parody sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'd kind of give them like Tando the parody. So like what Tundle should be, what a, what a person should be in a relationship and what she should mm. say and what she should act like. So for a long time, that's what I would be doing. And then I just felt, you know what? I'm done doing that. And if I want to give you all of me, if somebody wants to give you all that they are, they want you, maybe they want to, they want you to see them for who they are, for who they really are and not hiding behind who you may want them to be or who they think you may want them to be it's kind of like a default setting Mm. you don't you don't always go into a situation into a conversation for example with somebody new and tell them everything about you and be a hundred percent yourself because you kind of want to be reserved for those Mm. for those feelings that you're saying maybe they won't like you as much maybe they want they're going to run away or whatever the case may be my friends and I have this conversation all the time and it's like do do you really think hundred that you can give somebody a hundred percent of you mm. that you can let somebody know everything that you are all of your secrets all of your flaws all of your good things the bad things the ugly the pretty can you really do that and I think that just scares a lot of people um but yeah I think that's maybe I would say one of the main reasons why people maybe don't give themselves up that easily or open themselves up that easily to other relationships and other people in conversations It is true, hey? I also had a similar conversation actually about how we always tend to put our best foot forward and hope that this person will like what we're trying to present instead of being who we actually are. I really do hear what you're saying when it comes to giving your all to someone, giving all of you rather to someone. And just taking this EP in its entirety, you mentioned earlier on that it was your intention to give us a different set of vibes throughout. And I want to know now what and maybe who informed the way in which this EP was delivered. Um, I've, I get influences from a lot of different places from different people from different sounds mm-hmm. um so I think for this EP I just I don't think there was a specific person that I was influenced by but I think maybe feelings I was influenced by like 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 we were saying that this is mainly about relationships and about love and that's kind of that I wanted to portray and you know it ends on a high note because um that's that's like the best feeling of love where you just just be happy all the time and it's just the best feeling and of being in a relationship or um an entanglement yes, <laughs> um, <of course. laughs> and, yeah, so I, I definitely just got influenced by making sure that I, that from beginning to end I really make people feel good about the whole the whole EP 
And is there a reason why you chose to focus on those two aspects, falling in love and being in a relationship? How how come did you not explore anything else? Um, I think love is a very universal language and I think everybody has experienced it in some form, mm-hmm. whether it be good or bad. And I think that people would have related to that a lot more. I think also at the time that I released it, obviously it's December now. Um, I didn't want to make too much of a, of a sad, you know, deep and people getting people in their feels in mm-hmm. December, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to, I just wanted to make it really like a feel good. I, I, I have, I did have a song that I wanted to put on the EP, but it was really, really, really sad. Um, and I think I will maybe release it either as a single or maybe on a project later on. But for now I did want to make it just really, really happy. And like I said, every, I, th- I think everybody has experienced some form of love. Yeah. So I think that it would be really relatable for them to listen to the EP. Yeah, I was I was actually just about to ask whether you plan on releasing that sad song in January. You know, we're all broke and sad in January, but we will definitely anticipate the release of that one. Tando, thank you so much for coming on to the NDL show and having this conversation with me. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. That was Tando Sheng, who recently released her debut EP. It is titled A Force to be Reckoned With. And truly, if you haven't done so already, follow her on social media at Tando Sheng, stream the EP, and most importantly, engage with us. Let us know how you feel about this music. And that, my esteemed listeners, rounds up the season. We have achieved so much with this show. Let's actually just reminisce for a second about where we come from, right? And before we go any further, I wish to reiterate that when I started the show, you know, with the episodes that have been deleted now, it sounded completely different to what it does now, which is great. I used to record on my phone and now that we're here, I cannot say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for every listen, for every retweet, for sharing, the following. You know, it has truly been an honor to have some of your time to us. Now, if you recall, we started this year off by talking about dating. We had our series, 21st Century Dating, which I must mention that to this day is still the most listened to series on our show, which is quite crazy, right? And 22 episodes later, we were able to attract more listeners and impart a lot of knowledge and music, particularly for us, the youth, the game changers. We've introduced you to a couple of new artists next year. We're going to have many more artists come onto the show because, man, music is certainly life. What do you mean? You know, and we intend to have many more intentional conversations that will help us navigate this world better in 2021. Now, we predict and we want the show to be back in the second or third week of January, so definitely do stay tuned for that. And I cannot continue without mentioning how blessed the show was to have the producer, my partner and my love, Tulani Sijal, join me in ensuring that the show gave our listeners the best, the ultimate best listening experience. I hope you got that. So guys, this is where we leave you until next year. Thank you so much for everything. In the meantime, if you're not doing so already, remember that you you can follow the show on our socials at The NDL Show. If you've missed any episodes at all, don't worry, you can catch them on our website on theNDLshow.co.za. We are also live on Control Magazine on controlmg.com. Cop yourself The NDL Show merch, okay, at the price of 150 excluding delivery fee. Next year, we're also looking into expanding our range in terms of merch, so I'm looking forward to that. I hope you are as well. So in essence, what you should take from all of this is that next year is looking like a lot, but let's do it. Let's evolve with the times and let's just do the most, right? 
Thank you so much for listening. From my producer Tilani Sejo and I, this is First in Line by Tandong Washing. You showed up to my house unannounced. You made me feel like I'm your rebound. Yesterday you told me that you love me. Well, clearly that meant nothing to you. Now is that too much to ask for? If it is, then baby, there's the door.